Hi everybody, I am Deacon Dave along with Alicia Soto, layperson Lisa, and as always, our favorite saint, St. Clair. And welcome to day 42 of Silence in a Year. And before we get started, for those of you who are watching on video, we all have our marine cups that were given to us by um, Alicia Soto. Okay, thank you, Alicia, for the marine cups, and thank you for your service. Thank you. And maybe somewhere along the way, we will hear some stories through Silence in a Year. We have already. And we may maybe we'll hear some more. Who knows? <laughs> in my constant pursuit to get Alicia to share more and more the depth of her soul with the rest of us, <laughs> so God that can bring about healing in her life and our life as well. So as I said, we're on to day 42. And the title for today's episode is to surrender wordlessly. Woo, that's a mouthful. And what is the word of the day? Lisa. Oh, docile. Docile. And Alicia, what does docile mean? Uh, to me, it's like uh, being, I don't know, like, and so it sounds like it could be a negative connotation of somebody who is like very timid. But I think it's somebody that is surrendering mm. to what's going on around them and not being timid. What about you, Lisa? Um, I would say an openness to the spirit. Right. So both of those. And, and I think we can be docile in our conversations with people, docile to the spirit, uh, and not be aggressive and always wanting to talk like somebody I know. Not the two of you, but me. <laughs> anyway, so layperson Lisa, you want to share with everybody what you call me, 4D? Oh, Yes. Docile Deacon Dave delights Deus. That's actually five. Well, that's because I'm using Deacon on the show. Yeah, that's that's right. She doesn't call me Deacon when it's just us. So when we're on camera, it's five. Five D. Oh, I got an upgrade. This is awesome. <laughs> and so uh, I think it is really a delight. Okay, when we are subject to the Spirit of God, when we want to spend time with Him in silence and as father uh, not father as cardinal sarah says in this particular uh, segment of the book you know god the father is the potter we are the clay okay and i think when we spend time in silence a couple of things are happening number one that clay is getting saturated and it's getting malleable right so it can be formed the way god wants it to sort of like our baptism right when we spend time with god it's just kind of feeding our baptism, sort of like uh, going to Mass. And then as we are saturated, the Lord can shape us the way He intended and created us to be in those times of silence with Him. Any thoughts from the two of you? I took pottery in um, high school. And so I um, thought like the water that potters add to make the clay more malleable is like God's grace. Ooh. And when He adds more grace into our lives and we receive it, then we... Uh, allow ourselves to be guided by him. And you know what's interesting about clay? Clay actually holds water in. So it doesn't, it doesn't, water doesn't pass through clay. And so it's like when we spend time with God, what is soaking in to us, well, it stays with us. Well, and you know, it, the clay, it needs water to be pliable. You, the, the, if it's dry, it becomes brittle and it breaks. So the grace is what keeps that our hearts soft because if we don't allow God in our hearts become very hard and um, I mean, they break to the sense that they break God's heart mm. if you will so if we break our hearts we don't allow him in he gets kind of sad mm -hmm. so it's like it's kind of like the um, clay that's in the in the desert I know that we think of sand but anytime you have clay and it's really hot and the absence of water 
that clay gets very dry and brittle. And I think it probably speaks to the sensitivities that we begin to have in our own life, right? Because we're just sort of like already frayed and brittle that anything and everything that happens in our life uh, can really create a lot of... Um, makes us crumble. Exactly. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. It, yeah. And But if we are um, spending that time in silence with God, as Cardinal Sarah is submitting in this entire book, then we're going to sort of stay level and we're not going to let the valleys and the hills. We're just going to recognize the joy um, that we are finding in God because we're spending so much quality time with him. Mm-hmm. So, Lisa, you have any uh, amazing stories for us on this one? I do not. What about you, Lisa? Well, I was just thinking of a time when I felt like I was being docile to the Spirit was when we were having adoration here at the retreat center, and uh, I was waiting in the hall by the breakfast uh, or the coffee area, and I heard somebody say that his wife was going to have surgery the next day. So I thought, oh, maybe, uh, like, I felt like God was telling me I should pray for him and his wife, but I was like, oh, there's too many people around. I'm not going to do that right now. And all during adoration, I felt like that um, calling to pray for him. So I I wanted to go home, and I just sat outside the chapel waiting for him to leave, and I prayed for him and his wife, and... Like when he said, thank you, like you just see the gratitude in his eyes. And then he followed up with me like a week later and he just told me how much it meant to him. And so I think that's just so amazing how when we are docile to the spirit and we do what God is calling us to do, it's just so humbling and powerful because we're glorifying God and we're allowing um, him to use us as his instrument. He said nobody had ever done that for him. Yeah, yeah. And this isn't a young guy. Right. Right. So it's amazing. I wonder how many other people have been called to pray for this particular person, but they didn't. And so even in that docility, Lisa, we can still allow fear. Yes. To keep us from responding, which is what almost happened to you. Yes. Right. Yes. Because I I wonder what would have happened if you had. Obviously, what was meant to happen was for you to pray for him outside of the chapel. Mm. But I wonder what would have happened if you had prayed for him inside the chapel in front of everybody else. Well, I had done that. I have done that for him on another occasion afterwards. But yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but the devil wants to instill fear in us, right? Right. And and, and he doesn't want us to share because he knows the power that God can wield inside of uh, those actions when we respond uh, to the Spirit. So docility is not a measure of our response. Docility is a measure of us being able to hear the voice of God and what he's calling us to do. But there still needs to be that measure of action Mm -hmm. where we actually go and do it. And it's only by spending time in silence with God that we continue to gain courage and strength. And there's one other thing I wanted to add to this. I think when I spend time with God in silence, right, he's forming me. But you you know how sometimes you get like a little pebble or something in the clay, right? A little impurity, sin maybe. Well, the Lord, you know, he picks that out and puts a little bit more water on it and he smooths it back out. And, and, and continues his work. So I think that time in silence with God, um, it convicts my heart often with things I'm doing, and the Lord brings about healing in those areas along with new direction for how I need to go. So you just you just said that he takes that, that pebble and he smooths it out. Well, that happens at reconciliation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He smooths that out, and then you walk out with that just that sheen that... And you think about a potter and, and they make something like this beautiful pot and when it's completely done it shines 
Mm -hmm. right so that's what happens when you walk out of the confessional is now you're shining it also makes me think about um what are those things where they make everything out of little pieces oh the mosaics the mosaics mosaics are really quite beautiful right when you look at them from a distance when you get really in close you see all of the little imperfections and the impurities yet god takes all of that within us and he makes something beautiful from us He has made something beautiful from each one of you listening. So let's end in prayer in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, if we are so busy just running around, help us to just slow down, to just stop and to be docile um, to your spirit, to recognize that we don't need a lot of words. We don't need a lot of conversation. We just need to be present to you, especially in the silence, because, Lord, you are the potter and we are the clay. We have been saturated by you in our baptism. Lord, help us to constantly come to you so that we may be rejuvenated, that impurities may be removed through the sacraments and our time spent with you, um, that we may sense your love, your call. Lord, help us also to know that docility helps us to hear your voice. But Lord, it's through spending time with you that you help us to have the courage and the strength to respond to that voice, to do your will, to share your love with all that we meet. Lord, I ask that you bless all of those listening and watching in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 See you next time. Bye. See you.